0: Hey, what's going on, y'all? John W. Davis here with Pavi. You're listening to the Spark Report. It's been a minute. What's going on, Pav? How you doing?
1: I'm good. How you feeling? I'm feeling great. It's been what? What was the last episode we did? Like I want to mm. say, maybe a month ago. September. Was it September?
0: Yeah. We did one right after.
1: No, I feel like we did. Wait, so to see they they've been done since September. I thought they made yeah. It to my, okay. Remember? Yeah.
0: Because I left on my trip. Yeah, you're right. You're and I was right. Yep. For a month.
1: yep. 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 You're right. You're right. You're right. September. You're right, because the finals happened in early. Early October. October, which was a great finals, by the way. It was. It, it, was, was. Amazing. it, it was, was. It was. A, it was I was great. going
0: back and forth, thinking like, "Oh, who would I rather win?" And it was just nice to see it play out in the fourth quarter, as it should.
1: Nah, it was. It was really like I. That was great basketball. Like I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed myself watching that series. I mm-hmm. think it was a great uh show of basketball for the for the WNBA, and if you had to um, encapsulate and, and and you know end the season, that was the way you wanted to end it. Um, I think even the coverage you got was great. Um, you know, seeing John Wall and Bradley Bill pretty much come to every game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Don Williams like him becoming like a storyline. Right. Um, I really I thoroughly enjoyed that finals. Like it, that that me obviously I'm paying more attention to the league because you know I'm covering it, but. But I, I I and also you I mean you even see I I feel at least you saw more people even even talking about it. Mm-hmm. I feel like you saw a lot of people talking about the quality of basketball that uh, was being played in the finals, and that's dope to me.
0: So think about the finals this past season, and honestly, I feel like the semifinals and finals will be to that level next year because you'll have an Aces team with a lot more cohesion, mm-hmm. a Sparks team if they can make it back there. Sky. Even if they don't, the sky. The storm. storm. They getting the storm, league MVP yeah. back, back yeah. and Sue Bird. Yeah, you know this Mercury. They getting Diana Tarazzi back. I mean, so and the, I mean, the league will be up to a whole nother level, like two or three levels above next year. I mean, you
1: never even know. You know what's I mean, you know the, the the Liberty moving to the uh, uh, Barclays. If I'm if right, I'm, um, Brooklyn. Yeah, Brooklyn. Yep. Skylar seems to want out. She could you know end like Rock. Isn't she? Right. Didn't she sign a Rock Nation Management? Think so. Rock Nation Management, Barclays Center. They're moving to Barclays. Put in Brooklyn. She made it sound
0: like she wanted to stay in Dallas. Now she just wanted to air her grievances. So we'll see what we'll she see. does. We'll but, see. We'll see. So think about that finals and yeah. expand that to almost all of the playoffs now. Yeah. Because we're talking about more than four or five teams that are will be legit yeah. championship level teams if at full strength. I mean,
1: but I think the playoffs this year were outside of the Connecticut Spark series. Right. I think the playoffs this year were pretty exciting. I mean, even, you know, the same game elimination between the Sky and the Aces, like, the way that ended was crazy. Uh, I thought the uh, Aces-Mystic series was good. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, I think the only series that was, you know, a letdown, unfortunately, was the uh, Sparks and Sun uh, uh, series, outside of the first game. The first game Mm -hmm. was good. The other two was, you know. But speaking of the
0: Sparks... I want to give a shout out to Chelsea Gray and NECA Agumake as they're playing on the U.S. national team right mm-hmm. now. They're on the college tour.
1: Yeah,
0: you know, he started off Stanford, and then they're gonna do, you know, Oregon State, Texas A and M, Oregon. They'll play UConn eventually, so they're going around playing all these teams. But I wrote a postseason article for W Insider talking about you know, Chelsea Gray and Neka Agumake and the fact that they didn't have to go overseas. And so I think it's important to talk about them and highlight them because this is a chance for player development. This is a chance to really learn from the best. Like, you can't tell me Chelsea Gray is not going to learn something from not only Sue Bird, but also Diana Tarazi. You can't tell me that NECA won't learn things from Sylvia Fowles. And when Dawn Staley comes in, the coach, and when Elena Deladon is – Getting her back together and she's playing. You can't tell me that this environment will not make two all WNBA players even better.
1: I mean, I, I mean, even deeper than that. I just, I just think it's good for the you know women's game in general. Um, I think it's great that, uh, you know, the college uh women get to play against professionals and like garner that relationship, you know, build that relationship because like I mean, that's experience that you can't buy. Mm-hmm. Like, excuse me, nowhere in practice, are you had to guard Chelsea Gray. Like nobody, did, you can't simulate that. That's no, true. nowhere in practice do you have to guard NECA, Nowhere in practice do you have to guard Diana Terazi. So you can't simulate these things or be guarded by them. So you can pick up things in game. Also, you can garner a relationship with them that maybe you might not have had the opportunity to, you know, gain if Like let's say. You know, you play at UConn, but, you know, you love, you know, Chelsea. Maybe because, you know, like if it's Duke that, you know, somewhere, you know, she goes back to, mm-hmm. you can get that relationship because maybe that. But maybe there's no connection that now that you play against each other you link up after the game, exchange numbers. You can ask questions about, you know, certain things, go work out with it, things like that. But I think it's just great for the game of women's basketball. So you start to build a community. Um, now, Grant, I don't know if it's already like that. But just to start to build a community between these women year round, and, and and just be able to pass some of the gems down to the next generation.
0: It'll build it up even more because normally, like we were talking before we started, you can't really find the Europe games on TV here. Yeah. Okay, you can search the internet and find it that way, but these are games that are going to come on, you know, ESPN via you know Pac-12 Network or. You know, when they play Yukon, I'm sure that's gonna be televised and things like that. So just the fact that this gives them more exposure. Yeah. And I've been seeing the highlights for these on the bottom line.
1: I've been so seeing So it's taking
0: up space and it's getting real estate because the Olympics is the United States time to shine. Yeah. And one of the gold medals that the United States Olympic team cherishes the most are basketball, yeah. men's and women's. And it's much easier to win in women's than men's that we talked about before, <laughs> and women's is just a chance for us to show like true domination. Yeah. So, yes, Brittany Griner is not in the development program, but if they want her to play, she can play.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: she's over in Russia getting her money right now. I don't blame her if she's getting. Close to a million dollar check, you know. I'm not in her pocketbook like that, but I don't blame her for
1: taking a million million over a hundred thousand or so. I don't blame anybody for getting a million dollars. Right, But,
0: but the thing about it is, you know, this is just a great opportunity for them to have training sessions. Yeah. Because this is what we talked about before and Derek Fisher brought it up, saying, you know, they don't really have the ability to in the off season get, get in the gym yeah. and get better and train. Well what are they doing now? They're literally just gonna practice from now until the beginning yeah. of the season in training cycles too. So it's not even constant. Yeah. It's do a couple weeks with the national team. Everybody go home. Then you can do your individual training and your, you know, continued strength mm-hmm. and conditioning and all of that. And then come back to the national team and Bring a little bit more. And sometimes Dawn Staley will be there, but sometimes she won't, because obviously she has to coach her team. Yeah. the South Carolina team. She has to coach that team. So then you'll have, you know, a coach like Dan Hughes mm. from the Storm, yeah. who we both can agree is a a good, coach. a good coach. Cheryl Reeve, the Lynx. Those are two coaches that got the most out of their team this good. year. And they were missing their stars respectively. And Brianna Stewart and Sue Berg for the Storm. And then for the links, obviously Maya Moore and, you know, yeah. her career is kind of up in question right now. But even still. You you got you got Nafisa Collier on there, so you just got some. Regardless, man,
1: it's just great to build community. Mm -hmm. Like it's just great. Like this is what the NBA has. Like the NBA has they have community. And they have those training camps. Training camps and community year-round. Like guys can, you know, link up and train with each other. They all had the same trainers and things like that. Mm -hmm. So finally we're getting to the point where again, and I don't know how it was in the past, but like looking at it, this is community you know, like, you linking up with people, you you know, training with them, you're going back, you can, you can even build, you can even further relationships that maybe, even like, you know, I remember watching the um, Dream Team documentary, mm-hmm. um and, you know, Mike was, you know, like, just how many friendships were gained just mm-hmm. by doing that, mm-hmm. because these were people that, you know, you compete against, but maybe you weren't as familiar with, not granted, everybody has AAU and things, you know, like that, but the fact that, You know, they don't they they don't get the they don't they they don't have this like they're all overseas. So you don't really get a chance to really not necessarily compete against some of the best, but just like sit down and have a conversation with them. Mm -hmm. Just have a conversation. And then when you have conversations, you can share basketball knowledge. Like I feel more comfortable sharing basketball knowledge with you if I'm your friend first. Right. So I think that that's just like the most important part. And I'm happy that they do. And it's less taxing on their bodies as well. You know, like, to, to be able to just train and play in these games as opposed to now I got to go fly overseas and playing real, real competitive. You know, like, these are exhibition games. We Nothing's really on the line here. I mean, like, yes, we're being competitive. We don't want to lose. Right. But we're not playing for championships. It's a different level of competitiveness when you're playing for championships as opposed to exhibition games like this. Now, obviously, you know, they're going to go out there and give they to all But, again, we're not playing, playing for, championships.
0: for championships. And also playing for, a lot of them, higher paychecks, too. yeah. yeah. Because – these teams that are bringing them over to Turkey or Russia or China, respectively, most of these players that are on the national team are the highest paid player on there. So they're the workhorse too. Yeah. They're the 38, 39 out of 40 minute player yeah. because I'm paying, you I'm paying you a lot of money.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm paying you to play. So, I'm not paying you to sit on the, the bench. On I'm the not base. paying you to learn. Yeah. So it's a great opportunity for them. But let's talk about this then. So, one of the Sparks got married.
1: Yeah, shout out Chelsea Gray. Yeah,
0: congratulations to Chelsea Gray. And what I thought was interesting, you know, past her getting married, and again, congratulations to her, the sisterhood that was there, the camaraderie. <laughs> Not only two of her wedding party, Candace Parker and Jontel Lavender, who is a former player who mm. now plays for the Sky. Yeah, yeah. So the fact that they're still close. And then Elena Beard was there with her wife and family. And... The whole coaching staff was there. Yeah, this is weeks and weeks and exactly. weeks and weeks and weeks after the season. Yeah, you know some of the coaches don't live in LA. Yeah, I so mean, Derek Fisher was there, Coach Fred was there, and Coach Tram.
1: Yeah, but I mean, even you know, talking about walking in, you know, the locker room all season. It, it just it it felt like camaraderie, like no matter what, I never felt like it was separated and like segregated in the um in the um, locker room, and even with Derek, like. The fact he would, you know, speak up and just talk about certain issues that he really didn't have to say nothing about. Like, he mm-hmm. didn't have to, you know, and also, I mean, he when when um, he was an NBA, he was with the player, the president of the Players um, Association. At if, one point. Saying, yeah, at he one was. point. So he's so he's, he's he's like accustomed to speaking out about issues. So the fact that he was willing to, you know, talk about the travel and, you know, put it on blast and say, like, yo, this needs to improve. Or, you know, talk about the fact that half the team not there when you start training camp, that mm-hmm. all builds, you know, trust in the coach. And that all builds, like, stuff outside of basketball. Like, I feel like with them, it's bigger than basketball. Right. So, and, 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 and I think that that just shows it off more.
0: And what what is bigger in someone's life than a wedding? <laughs> so, the fact that your whole coaching staff was there, several of your teammates who were available to be there, obviously, NECA couldn't be there because she was participating in the national team. They yeah. probably didn't want both Sparks to miss it. But, like,
1: I'm sure she sent her will with yeah. things like that. So, so
0: just the, that fact... That they were all there. I thought that was very interesting. Yeah. That the support. And like you said, the camaraderie and the sisterhood. Because we're going to talk about it in a little bit. But the Penny toller issue, that could have been something when you add that upon to the way they lost. The way they got swept. That could be something that could splinter a team. Nah. No, I don't think it would. But I'm saying it could. Because it could choose you. It could make you choose sides.
1: Nah, I mean like <laughs> because... All I'm saying is it's possible. Like, yeah, but no. It's like, that's basketball. Like, you lose basketball games all the time. Like, it happens. Yes, you lose, lose, but not like that. I mean, yes, but it's been months later. I mean, yeah, you be mad for a little while, but it's been months later. Like, you can't... Like if you lose a game, like you can't replay the game. You just gotta get over it. Right now, whatever happened with Penny, that's what you know happened with Penny. And, and even, and, and I think the reason why she lost her job is because she maybe took it a little bit too far and took it beyond basketball. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 I think people can separate the two. Like yeah, like even like even if you were someone who rocked with Penny, you might understand that yo, you know, like she kind of overstepped her boundaries in that sense.
0: Yeah, I did a podcast with Stacy Pates, who mm-hmm. has the show with Sydney Wee. So shout out to Believe in Sparks podcast. But and I talked about it, and I basically said that in a professional setting, you can't talk to people that way. You can't. That was the way I summed it up. Now especially I in today's culture. Yeah, I understand
1: her frustrations. Yeah. Right, but you can't. You like you 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 can't do that. Mm-hmm. Now I understand her frustrations. You can't berate I get people the like that. And especially
0: language wise.
1: And, 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 and if this was something that, you know, it's not a
0: personal conversation when you say it in front of everybody.
1: And also if this was something that happened, happening year after year, after year, after year, after year, which, Mm -hmm. which at least the articles made it seem like this wasn't just a one-off thing. Then after a while, people get tired of it. Right. Just people because we it's 2019,
0: about to be 2020. 2020. Certain things that type of culture yeah, doesn't, doesn't really, really fly exist. anymore.
1: In 2009, you could say that. Like when right. I was in high school, our coaches and we had coaches, they talked to us any kind of way. Mm-hmm. You could do that in 05, 06, right. 07, 08. In 2020, it's just certain things in right. the world that we living in that you just can't say anymore. And there's nothing
0: wrong with that. People have found their voice. Yeah. And now they can speak up, and they know that they can be heard. Yeah.
1: So. And, and, and and also i mean i just i i i think it goes to show you just how much more like player player empowerment i think mm-hmm. is in all sports I mean, you see with the NFL, like they, 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 like they, you got players requesting trades more than I've ever seen them request trades. You got the like WNBA players; they work in the media, so they can kind of control the narrative in many ways. Right. You know, Candace is you know uh, in the media. Alana is uh in the media. Shanae is in the media, so they can right. like they know reporters. And they two have of relationships those three are like full-time full time in like media. Like they like they know media. Like members. probably make more off that check then, then the WNBA check. So they know reporters. They can call a reporter. They can give them the scoop. They can also get a story written how they want to get it written. So you have to take all this into account before you say what you say, even mm-hmm. though you are frustrated. And again, I do get her frustrations. Mm-hmm. I think everybody who saw it was frustrated with mm-hmm. the effort. But you got to pick and choose your words a little bit better than, you know, the way she decided to express them. Right.
0: I kind of feel like that too. You just again, you just can't talk to people any old kind of way anymore. Year after year after year
1: after year after, true. after and year and that's after
0: a And that's a good
1: uh, clarification.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, And again, like you you talking you know, you you dealing with grown, grown women now. Right. You know, maybe when you met them they was you know, 22, 23, right. 24, 25 26, but you're dealing with grown, grown women with, right. I got a family and everything <laughs> right. else, or, you know a, a wife, a husband, kid you're not finna talk to me in that manner. That's true. You know, if we you know, again, like if this is college, like just been eight. 18, 19, 20, mm-hmm. 21, you know, they not, but we're dealing with grown, grown women. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's unfortunate, but, it, you know, it, it is what it is.
0: You brought this up, and I want to talk about this, too. So, not only is Candace Parker full-time on TV, Sinead Gumake, we know she's full-time on ESPN. Hey, Candace
1: has the podcast as Candace well. Candace has the podcast, podcast with, with Ledlo, Kristen Ledlow,
0: yeah. right? Yeah, with Ledlow. Elena Beard is now going to be doing some ACC Mm -hmm. network. Sydney has a podcast as well. Work, Yeah, Sydney has a podcast. So just the empowerment that they have, I think that's interesting too because I can't think of another team in the WNBA that is as diverse as this team off the court.
1: That's what happens when you play for L.A. Right. When you play in an L.A. market, like these are the things that you get.
0: But these are players that are brands. Yeah. Candace Parker is a brand.
1: Again, but I think Can
0: you name another player that has their own shoe? No. Not like, oh, I got a LeBron edition of my shoe or I got a Kyrie edition of the shoe. Like she has her own shoe. And it has had her own shoe and will continue to have her own shoes.
1: Yeah, but I think that this is what happens when you play in the LA market. Or like even when you come to LA in general, you just become more Uh, aware Mm -hmm. of your personal branding because of where you are now granted Candace has been a star for forever no I don't think it's all
0: LA I think a lot of the credit has to go to these women like yes you're in LA and you can think larger in a brand but I think that it's a lot of them or that a lot of this is on them the fact that they know that they can be more than a basketball player that that is just a facet them, that, that, that they can have multiple passions. The fact that Elena Beard knows that not only can she have the passion for basketball, she can have the passion for business, she can have the passion for investing, and now she can develop a passion for broadcasting. Yeah. Okay? Candice Parker, again, she has a passion for basketball, obviously. She has a passion for broadcasting. She does you know, occasional modeling and promotional work with Adidas, so she has multiple passions. Same with Shanae. Mm. You know, Sinead is a Stanford graduate. It's you know who her advisor, know her advisor was at Stanford. Advisor was Stanford Condoleezza Rice. You're crazy. Okay, international yeah. religion international relations major. Nah, you you. So you're, yeah, these are women with multiple passions, and I think it's important that they have realized and have capitalized on the fact that they don't just have to be basketball players. Now, there's nothing wrong with playing basketball all the time, if you want to be a person who just goes and plays basketball all the time, I don't think there's anything wrong with that because primarily we know NECA for playing basketball all the time. But even her. Nah, what mean, does she do? Space nah, Jam 2. Yeah, Space Jam she's 2. She also one. is leading the players' union right yeah, now. I mean, she's speaking out.
1: Yeah, she's been to mad events. Like, every week you'll get a, you know, like a like like an email. neck is speaking at something. So, like, yeah, she may not be in, like, the limelight. But she's still out doing things. I, right. I, and yeah. that's
0: what I'm saying. So, you can do it different ways. But I really like the way of going broadcasting. Because especially in an analysis role, there should be more women's voices.
1: No, nah, I love it. Because
0: who is one of the best NBA... Doris Berg. Right. Nah, I, I just, didn't even have to say it and nah, you answered the question for I me. I
1: love to hear women just talk about basketball and sports in general because they analyze the game a little bit differently than we would. Um, and and for one, they usually have nicer voices to listen to, number one. And then they just... And, and also, it it... it it highlights their basketball IQ. You know, which 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 I think is very, 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 very important. Like you you are you are dealing with women who really 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 know the game. Right. And it highlights that when they can go on T V, break it down and and analyze it and 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 put it in layman's term for everybody else. And I think it brings in more women fans as well that they see representation and they can, you know, hear the game from their standpoint and they can relate to it.
0: Well, what I was going to say to add to that is I just think it is an opportunity to show that basketball is basketball. Because when someone asks me, what do I like covering about the WNBA? I say, because it's basketball. And to expand upon that, I say that basketball is basketball. It doesn't matter to me that women are playing or men are playing. It's the sport of basketball. So it just gives them another opportunity to... Yeah. Envelop and get go in depth about basketball.
1: Yeah. And not not like even I remember which is why I'm so mad they took the players only broadcast, like off because I used to love to hear Candace like no, no, like I no. I, first of all, y'all should see my face. Nah, first of all, like, not granted that the the quality of the broadcast. Certain things could have improved, but as far as like hearing the players, talk, players only, baby. Nah, but like, nah, but <laughs> as far as hearing the players talk about basketball, like, like I loved when you know Candace would be commentating the game me a game. Like I love those things.
0: Yeah, but some things are ratings. It didn't
1: obviously. Like I'm in the minority of this. Yeah, like a lot of people probably didn't. But I don't have I a problem knew with it. it. But
0: I also don't have a problem with them discontinuing it if it's not making yeah. dollars. If it don't make dollars it don't yeah, make this, sense. This is fair. Because NBA T V can easily just do the studio show, which they know yeah, yeah. is tried That's and tried. true. Yeah. And the next time somebody has an idea then they maybe they, they, they can maybe explore yeah. that too. Yeah. But they still have, you know, those segments, mm-hmm. but just the constant, consistent, like, you know, once a week it's going to be players only, baby. I liked it, but it
1: was just me. Didn't seem to work. It didn't mean, not, uh, granted, a lot of people didn't like it. But you know, know, what, know like?
0: what it was like? You know what it was like? It was like when the national championship game comes on, and there's like 20 different broadcasts on ESPN. <laughs> there's the home team, the away <laughs> team, the coaches won, the players won, and, and all have, this. Like,
1: the Chuck and them do one. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So... If you had an opportunity where you had, you know, sub channels and sub channels and sub channels and you had a bunch of different ones,
1: maybe go back and forth,
0: yeah, but just consistently just that,
1: I don't know. I'm just not personally liked it, but that's just. But. It just seemed like your uncles or your like <laughs> like your like aunties and, yeah. and, and, and like uncles sitting. But down don't with, you
0: get tired of your uncles and your aunties' basketball takes? No, nah,
1: not really. Like like you don't
0: get tired of the barbershop basketball takes. No, nah,
1: like I love to hear older people talk about the game. Like okay. people older than me talk about the game. I love talking about basketball with people who are older than me because they'll say something that like I wouldn't have thought about. Mm-hmm. Like oh, that's a Connie Hawkins type thing. Like yeah, I wouldn't have. I didn't see that man play, so I wouldn't have thought to say that. Okay. So, Now I'm going to go research and, oh, okay, like this is why he said that. So, But that's just me in my opinion.
0: Being that this is the Spark Report, I'd like to end talking about the L.A. Sparks team looking forward next Mm -hmm. year. Now, granted, we don't know everybody who will be back, but just looking at the contract situation, most of them are under contract. The majority of the team that they had, of the 12 they had, are under contract. But, obviously, teams never stay the same. Yeah. If you're going to have a totally new GM, yeah, you you're going thing, to have a totally, totally new GM, GM. Yeah. they may have a different perspective. Yeah, They may want to do things a little different. So, if you can kind of just look at the team, like, what do you feel like they were missing this year that if they added next year would make them closer to or put them on that true level of being a championship team?
1: Probably another scorer in the backcourt. You know, so you can kind of have like a Dame and CJ type dynamic. Mm. Um, I think to also to you know relieve pressure off Chelsea so that a lot of the offense like, like that that she can go off ball a little bit as well because she can catch and shoot. She can you know get the ball through handoffs and also when she goes to the bench, um, um, you know that person can run the offense and also like again I would I would like to see Candice again I've said this many times be used like Jokic, but that means you need two guards. Who can kind of both handle, both shoot, mm-hmm. both get their own in like isolation. So I think that that would be a great thing because for the most part, Candace and Chelsea, who do they have who can make? Who do they have last year who can make a play for somebody else? Maybe Alexis Jones. Maybe when she played. when she played, like they tried that in the playoffs finally. Mm-hmm. But I would like to see a better version of that. Okay. If they could get that, I think that that would really really help and free up the offense a lot.
0: I would say, and you said a tried and true score in the backcourt, in addition to that, you know, somebody who can interchange with Chelsea, I would like to see just a little bit more from the wing. I was going to say that first. Because this is a heavy post team.
1: I was going to say that at first.
0: They don't need near not a one they other post player. They don't need no post, player. post players. They probably could do without having one of them. Yes, yeah, That's, that's five, but, and I don't want to get rid of people because that's not my job. <laughs> but...
1: You're not wrong, though. You're, they you're, could... You're not... Because you're,
0: it's hard to play five post players because we it's saw impossible. that. It is impossible. It's impossible. They did not impossible. play five post players. Only time people were on the, the end of that, for Diva and Kalani Brown, the only time they was really getting yeah. ticked was when Candace yeah, was hurt.
1: Yeah. You're not wrong. Like, I was thinking about a wing at first. I, I was thinking really, really hard about it. But I don't mind TRP. Oh, I... I, I think she should stay too. Really, don't mind TRP.
0: No, no, and I would not. I would not get rid of TRP. I would just be of the mindset that if I have the opportunity to say like, "Hey, what's up, Angel? You trying to come to LA?"
1: You said that name a lot. But she's healthy now. She she just she just got cleared. But. That
0: you got to show me you can shoot threes because I don't need the slashing, all that stuff anymore. I need a shooter.
1: See, if you could get another score in the backcourt, then you could just slide Sydney up to the three. I think Sydney is long enough to be able to play the three.
0: But my thing on this team, any addition to this team needs to be a shooter.
1: Oh, yeah. Every
0: single person they bring in that is not already a part of this current core needs to be a shooter. Now, if that's two players or three players or four, however they do it, They all need to be shooters. Even if they brought in another big, they shouldn't. But even if they did, they need need to be a shooter. Like, I am of the mind that if NECA can turn into a shooter, I feel like Sinead can expand her range. So if I'm Sinead, that's what I'm practicing in the offseason. Yes, I'm trying to get stronger and maintain my body and everything like that. But you know what, low-key? I'm trying to come back with a three-point shot. Cause imagine if she no, had a I mean, three point shot. I
1: think the way that Washington played this year, I think it's gonna improve the league and style play a lot.
0: Everybody's got to be able to yeah, shoot threes. If I'm TRP, I'm super practicing my three point shot.
1: Also, with the WNBA, it doesn't make sense for everybody not to be able to shoot threes because it's like even the tallest players are really just like six six. So you actually probably got an easier time even shooting. Mm-hmm. So everybody should be playing. Like everybody yeah. should be it. Like the WNBA should really be completely positionless. Yes. Like you should be on the, like I mean you should obviously have roles and things like that, right. but everybody should have all levels of, of the skill. Right. Or as I like to call it, position
0: fluid. Yeah. So everybody so, should yeah, be all everybody purpose. should
1: everybody should be all purpose. So I'm with you like yes.
0: And as a player who, let's say Elena Beer, she's going to be watching a lot of basketball this year. We don't know if she's coming back, but Candace Parker and Shanae. let's just assume we know those two are coming back. They're going to be watching a lot of basketball and they're going to see the ability of a position fluid team. So, Candace Parker, again, she already is that positionless, position fluid player, but her watching it, that is, oh, ooh, maybe I could do that. Same thing for Shanae. Shanae is probably watching two or three games at night. Yeah. She's going to be doing that. From watching, watching too, she got to analyze. Right, it, so she's, she's gonna, gonna be watching, doing watching. that now until the end of the NBA season. So now until June, because just because WNBA training camp is gonna start back up, does not mean Shanae is not still gonna be crossing yeah. the street from Staples to go to LA <laughs> but, uh, Live and doing yeah, her thing. Do it, yeah. So it just they just have a great opportunity to not only pick people's minds. So just like Chelsea and NECA can pick people's minds and become friends with people. On the court in their training situation, same thing for Chelsea and Chine- and Shanae. Yeah, you know, there's gonna be sometimes that she's gonna be on the set with Scottie Pippen, I mean, Candace ESPN wise, Candice wise. sometimes she's gonna be able to talk to, you know, spend more time with Dwayne Wade or spend more time with Kenny Smith or just all these people who have been watching the evolution of basketball. I know she has, but. You can just gleam so much sometimes just from watching.
1: I agree, but also I don't think this team is far away. Like I don't think the way they went out in the in, in the semifinals is vindicative mm. of this basketball team. No, because like, they finished third. Yeah, in they, the they finished the like, they, they 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 with they, all of those injuries finished third with all with you know all of the injuries. I don't think they need to complete rehaul. I mm-hmm. think just like maybe one or two small things can push you over the hump again. Granted, I don't think that the way they went out was vindicative. I think that. Maybe the effort might have been a little bit of an issue. Maybe they were tired, things like that. Also, I think that Fish having another year to, to you know, learn. Look He's coaching in, in, in you know, a whole new league. Not mm-hmm. many coaches just jump in and just win immediately. Like, that's yeah. not really how it works. So, I don't think they're far away. Yeah, I think
0: again, that, he's doing media again exactly. this offseason. And to me, he seems like a pretty meticulous person. Yeah. He seems like somebody who can analyze and sometimes, honestly, <clears throat> excuse me, obsess about things. Yeah, And that was one of the things he talked about is though have to, like, you know, try to not obsess about something too much. But it's going to be hard to do for a whole off season. Yeah. So everybody should improve.
1: But, again, I think that he'll come back better. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, he'll come back with some new skins, come back with some, you know, new things and new wrinkles to his offense. And I don't want everybody to think that just because they went out – in like the semifinals the way they did and then like the little fallout that happened after that this team like bro that that's like that's the conference finals. They went out in the semifinals. Like that's you you played you went three you went you went out you were three games away from the finals. So you ain't that that far off. No,
0: no, not at all. Not at all. But you can't rest on your laurels. You have to always change. You have to always of course. evolve. Of course. Especially and I said this before, especially in a league where some of the top premier players are going to be coming back healthy. Of course. You know, knock on wood, nothing else happens to them, but coming back healthy. Yeah. Because Brianna Stewart is not going to be over wherever she was at, where she got hurt in the yeah. championship game.
1: I think it was, was it Rush?
0: Uh, I think it was. I think so. Yeah. It was you know what I'm saying? Yeah. She's not going to be over there. You know, Sue Bird is, is chilling. Diana Taurasi <laughs> is Roden chilling. Back. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So everybody is, and then the other great thing about it is women's basketball, you know, after the Olympics, because the Olympics are going to be mid to late July and end early August. Mm-hmm. So the WNBA will take a break during that time. They won't have an all star. I was
1: wondering, like, what, yeah. they, what they're going to do. They won't have an
0: all star, but they'll take a break during that time because think about how many of their players are going to be. be in the Olympics. Yeah. Not only are they going to be on the U.S. team, Same, but, but the, a yeah, lot of these players, yeah. even the Americans, they have. Dual citizenship. Dual citizenship so there's going to be yeah. so many of them on these other teams playing and things like that. So they'll come back after that. And then there'll be a heightened awareness on women's basketball. Yeah, I
1: think it's great. I think it's great for the league that they're you know, doing so that. So that'll I be a great year. Yeah. It'll
0: be a year where they will have, you know, hopefully they'll have their new collective bargaining agreement. Mm-hmm. They'll have more salaries. Maybe they'll have more access for those cross country flights, more access to private flights, no, I, chartered I, flights, things like that. So, I, I, be a lot of changes that can make this a lot I, more competitive. I think the league year. is
1: just headed in like a great direction. Even with just off the court things, like you said, people mean more comes in, um, you know, uh, 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 of their personal brands. Like Liz, I think she's great. Also, they have a league fits page for the for like for the WNBA just you know highlighting um their their fashion abilities Mm -hmm. you know them doing podcasts like i i i I just i just think that since there's more voices in it and there's more ways to get your voice out and also there's you know more again like this year i've seen more WNBA clips flying down the timeline than what i ever saw in my life i think that's great like all of it, just like put some eyes on it and and i i I think when we talk about them again we got to remember it's only been around twenty something years. Yeah. If this you, will be the twenty fourth year. Twenty fourth year. If you go back when the NBA was in its twenty fourth year, it's not the league you see right now. Right. The finals were still on. The finals probably weren't even televised in year twenty four. Like probably put us in like the seventies. Finals not even on TV yet. <laughs> right. So W yeah, tape, ta- tape delay. Yeah. T- it was basically tape, tape delay, delay until Magic and Bird. <laughs> so so the WNBA is technically ahead of that.
0: <laughs> yeah, until Magic and Bird met in college, college. and they had that crazy Michigan State-Indiana State game, it was basically tape delay, and exactly. after that, it was like, oh, we got something here.
1: So, the WNBA is already ahead of that.
0: Yeah, and you know what else is going to continue to change in the next several years in the WNBA? Next, let's say, five to six years? What? The athleticism. It's, it's high, school yeah. Girls yeah. Nah. Nah, high school girls dunking now. High school girls dunking now. And they're that- not even that tall. They just... Nah, it's just I, something that they're nah, working I, on and improving. Nah,
1: I think it's just we just know. It's just for everybody. We just know how to and train. It, and
0: athleticism doesn't just have to be dunking. Nah, I, but it can be blocks and it can be steals and movements and dynamic movements and things like that. Just, it's not all going to translate into just having turning this into a dunk fest.
1: I think we just know how to train women better. Like, even... even your, I, I think we know how to train men better. We know how to train women better. But I think just humans in general are just becoming more... Aware of how to train, how to be healthy, how to do certain things. Mm -hmm. So that's only gonna keep improving when we find out more ways to train athletes, make them better, and you know, prolong their careers. Like like you said, like the things you see in high school, like some of these high school women are doing now, and also even the training that they're receiving. Mm -hmm. And these girls have trainers now at like thirteen years old, like trainer trainers, like actual trainers. It's only so many trainers. It's not (laughs) like no, really, it's not like. It, it, it's only so. It's only so many trainers. Yeah, but
0: I mean, the specialized training is a different debate because <clears throat> there are some situations where sometimes you see these videos and they're doing some stuff. You're like, that don't have nothing to do with
1: basketball. Yeah, I, I, so I get that. Like that's for like that's for your parents or your people to decide what's good and what's not. But I'm just saying <clears throat> the fact that you can actually work on moves, like actual moves, and mm-hmm. at 13, 14, 15, and you know have a regiment. Um, you know, be learning the right things to be putting in your body. How to work out? Like some mm-hmm. people don't know how to work out. Mm-hmm. Now you know how to work out. Be able to get a plan. All these things will help you. And like I'm with you, I think you'll you you will start to see more Olympic level athletes. Like mm-hmm. actually, like this woman could compete in the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Like Diamond and Shields, I say it all the time. Yeah. She could compete in the Olympics. I'm pretty sure of it. Probably in the in the actual Olympics, long jump, long jump, high jump, yeah. The meter something. Yeah. She can do something. So I'm with you. I think the athleticism is... is yeah, because
0: there's precedence for that. Um, you could say, like, for example, there's a high jumper for the Olympic team for women's U.S. Mm-hmm. Her name is Vashti Cunningham. Who is her daddy? Randall Cunningham. Randall Cunningham. All right. Mike Conley's daddy was in my a-
1: high school, actually. Oh, he did yeah, okay, but he was, an he was an Olympic long athlete. jumper yeah. as well. Jumper. Yeah, so
0: there is precedence for the cross pollination of these sports, you know. They're, you know, they, they may choose a different path, but there are people who are into you know track and field that have the ability to play other sports, like Marquise Goodwin. You ever heard of him?
1: Uh, I think I've football I have. player, yeah, it's an Olympic long jumper, I even mean, Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson played, yeah, you know.
0: Yeah, you play multiple sports. But, yeah, I'm just speaking specifically like track and field. Or, for example, one of the best wide receivers of all time, Bob Hayes, played for the Dallas Cowboys. He was an Olympian. Okay? Yeah. You know? So there's the opportunity for, you know, when you get to a certain level in a sport, when you know that, like, oh, yeah, my check is right. Oh, they're treating me right. You know, this is that and the other. Like, oh, I might not have to go over wherever if I don't want to go too much. Yeah. Like, oh, I can stay over here and make this, and then, you know, I can... In the off-season, I can do some TV work, and I can do some Adidas branding or some Nike branding, and, oh, I can put all this together, and I can get, like, a half million dollars. I'm feeling good. And I'm good. I now can get I my got,
1: Maserati. Now I got more... <clears throat> and then also, when you get more money, you got more access to things. Mm-hmm. Now you got more access to take care of your body. Mm-hmm. You know, you got more access to to training and, and, and right. you know, things. is having that in the home, like having in-home recovery. Yeah. Like, you what know? if
0: there's, a, in the new collective bargaining agreement, what if there's something that at least sets a bare minimum of what every WNBA team gets training-wise and access to gyms? Like, because that's, that's yeah, something no, you like, constantly really, talk about, really, is the fact that they don't have keys to the gym. Except... The Mystics, they and got I, their own I, facility.
1: I, 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 I honest to God think the reason they shoot so well because they got their own facility. I honest to God think that's the reason they shoot so well. Because it's actually wild. And I honestly think the fact that they have their own facility mm-hmm. allows them to be able to practice shooting and become better shooters. If I can go to the gym at 7 p.m. on a random day because mm-hmm. I'm bored, I have an advantage over you. Because mm-hmm. you even if you want to work as hard as me, you physically can't. It's harder for you. It's not right. as convenient for you to work hard, right?
0: Especially where the Sparks facility was this year and in like, particular. None of them lived around here. Who lives around there? Oh me, because I lived on that side of yeah. town. But I'm not a Spark. And then it's like they it's, come here. They are either going to live, you know, you want to live Hollywood or you want to live downtown, downtown. Beverly Hills, or you Some, know, yeah, you want to live Santa Monica near the yeah. beach. You want to live out in the valley. You don't live on. You know, here Inglewood, <laughs> yeah. I love Inglewood, but, but that's, you, not, that's not where you come. That's not live. where you it's, that's not where you automatically move to. But if they had a potential situation where let's say, <clears throat> I know they're different ownerships, but let's say they had access to, they knew they had access all the time as long as the Lakers or the South Bay Lakers weren't on all the courts. They knew they had access to the Lakers practice facility yeah. in El Segundo, or let's say down the line when the Clippers, if the Clippers are able to build their facility in Inglewood. I mean, they have a they nice want to play
1: a Vista right now. Like if they like right. if they had something like that. like right. But yeah. I'm saying
0: like the they're going to have an even better one, an even more stated art yeah. one if they can get their arena built in Inglewood. Yeah. They're going to have the practice facility attached to the actual NBA gym. That's
1: dope.
0: So all in the same, the headquarters or the team, corporate offices. So imagine if they had access to something like that. Now, if you have access to something like that, yeah, I'm gonna live in Inglewood.
1: Yeah, but that's also I'm gonna live right near my gym. But that's also how you get better. It's like man, mm-hmm. like like if they having a shooting slump for like a couple of games. Yeah. Only time you can get some shots up is when you either shoot around, which yeah. sometimes they don't even have. <clears throat> yeah. Shoot around. All they or can do I'm is right. go to the
0: game early. Go to, go to the game early. <clears throat> like I overheard Raquana Williams towards the end of the season, and she was just talking about how. You know, she came early because she wasn't shooting well and she wanted to get some shots up. But to your point, if she was on the Mystics or some of these other teams that have their own dedicated practice facility, she could have been out that slow. And then if that's what it was. And then
1: here's what you can do also. If you know all right, we usually play games at seven, right? Mm-hmm. So that means I can go to the gym at seven get o'clock. The and get, like and yeah, like get my and like train my body like I need to be ready at seven o'clock unless they you know want to go to a lifetime and they know somebody with it they can't do that mm-hmm. and it, so that so that even affects you know like uh, how great you can be
0: but even a lifetime that's not I'm saying the same. Like, yeah, like, like who wants because to do that a practice facility is going to have sight lines that are a little closer to the actual gym you play in oh me, for, I feel even you. even for example like even even more specifically A great thing about the Mystics is, yes, they have a smaller facility, and yes, it's like 4,000 seats or something like that, but they could probably
1: get in that gym whenever they want. Whenever they want.
0: So not only do they have a dedicated practice facility, they probably can get in that gym and get more comfortable with the sight lines and
1: things like that. And get some shots Because
0: staples, shooting in staples is totally different, different than, than yeah, shooting, shooting at that, that, a community yeah, that college, college is, gym. Yeah.
1: The vantage points, like how now, big... Now granted, a community is.
0: college gym is great because it gives you six courts. Yeah. You know, so you can do individual work and things like that, but it's just different.
1: Yeah. Trust me, trust me. Like, I've been saying that's the first thing I, I, I say. It's like, yo, you if you can't practice... They don't have the ability to be obsessive. Mm -hmm. They just don't. Right. So
0: at bare minimum, you want to create some standard. Because you can't make it totally equal. Uh, Because in the NBA, everybody has their own private practice facility. Most of them are getting closer and closer to the actual arenas where they play so they can live close to it or however they want. But you're not going to be able to do that in the WNBA because you have a team like the Sparks. Shout out to them. They just won essentially team of the year from the executive side Shout in the Spark WNBA right, yeah. because they have the ability to sell 9, 10, 11,000 tickets. Yeah. Now, if you have a 4,000 seat gym, you can't That's all you selling. It limits how much you know, yeah. but if the Sparks have the ability and the relationships that they can do that, why hold that against them? Why say well, well, every WNBA team Has to limit themselves to an arena of 5,000 seats or less because we want it to be totally equal. No. Like, for example, when I worked in Orlando, this was before Orlando City got their soccer stadium, and MLS basically told the city of Orlando and the county government of Orange County, they told them, they said, well, you guys have to give us the stadium because we want a soccer specific stadium because we believe that all soccer stadiums in the MLS need to be between 18 to 25,000 seats because we want them to have this certain feel for a soccer stadium and we believe this is what we can sell out Mm -hmm. so that's what Orlando and Orange County approved Mm -hmm. all right then a couple years later the Atlanta United got in the MLS you know where they play they play in Mercedes-Benz-Dome, where the Falcons, <laughs> where play. Falcons play. And when the Atlanta United are in the playoffs, them fools have like 60,000 60, people, people in there. 60, All right, yeah. So Orlando Stadium maxed out at 23,000 because that's what they said what they, they needed. Said, yeah. But they made an exception for the Atlanta, Atlanta United Atlanta. because they're like, hmm, wait a second. They was like, hmm. So Atlanta United, when they first started, they was playing at Georgia Tech football stadium. And they were selling that out. And they're like, oh. We might be owning something with this, so then they let them play over there where the yeah, football stadium was, the stadium and stadium. they're like, Hmm, wait, they're selling this out. Well, we're just gonna go ahead and let them play in
1: this, yeah. And
0: everybody else, yeah, y'all follow the rules, y'all but the rules, they but get they, an exception, yeah, they, yeah, because they have, they have they, the ability to sell, to sell it, out. it out, yeah. So, I think you always have to have that,
1: which if, leads to more facilities, yeah. You have more money. So, you if
0: the sparks. Have the ability to consistently average 10,000. Let them play at Staples Center. Let them play at Staples. Because, yeah, they don't have people sitting on the 200, 300 level, but whatever. You fill the lower bowl. That's 10,000 seats. Right. 10,000 tickets. That's good. And who knows? The game expands more. And then, yeah. they
1: may have the. Then you get 12, 13, 14, 15. One day you fill it up. Right.
0: So, I don't know. But I just say all that to say that. I would like to see, because they're always talking about player safety, Mm. NECA is constantly talking about player safety as a part of player compensation. Mm. I would like to see something set that says, like, okay, you're going to have, across the league, you're going to have this level of trainings. You're going to have this much access to mental health because Liz Cambage made that important. Skylar Diggins-Smith just made Made that that important, important too. So you're going to have this level of this. And, you know, for if the flight is, you know, across more than two time zones, Chartering. we'll give you a charter yeah. for now until we all can decide that we all have access to charter. Because, honestly, the Mystics are owned by the same group that owns the Wizards and the Capitals.
1: Mm-hmm. You can't tell me. That they, if they don't money, already have access to a private plane plan, yeah.
0: that they could just charter.
1: They got it, yeah. They, they could, yeah. They already got it. they rolling in. You home.
0: can't tell me that some of these casinos that own the Sun and the casino that owns the Aces, they ain't got you can't either. tell me Especially the they don't have access to Especially no plan
1: either one of them because like, like, I already know Connecticut is, is, is huge for right. them, casinos and right. so is Vegas, obviously. Right. Don't they play an MGM Grand I'm not mistaken. Yes. Yeah, come on, man. Yeah, y'all y'all right. got to make like the charter. Right. Play. That's what charter I'm saying. Like so
0: there's the already charter three teams play. in the league that I know for a fact including the Sparks. can not only afford a charter, probably already have their own the charters. Charter, yeah. They just can't do it because it's not a part of the rules. Yeah. So, but again, you don't want to give them an unfair advantage because, I mean, they would win way more of their road games if they was able to charter. I don't
1: think that's...
0: uh, Everybody needs to have access to the charter. So if you don't have access to the charter through your own organization, Mm. then there needs to be like a charter pool or something like that. It's like Uber pool. It's like charter pool. It's like, okay, well, y'all can charter yourselves. so y'all take this. So y'all don't have to put this money into the pool or something like that. I don't know. Let's just say you need – I don't want to just throw out a crazy number. Let's just say you need a million dollars for charters. Mm. Okay? Well, these two teams don't need – these three teams don't need league help with charters. So they don't have to contribute. So the nine other teams, then they have to put it into the charter pool. Or okay. you get this – or you get – Let's say the league says we have, you know, one point five million for charters. We're able to raise this through some strategic partnerships with some charter jet programs, something like that. And let's say that these other three teams don't need it. Well then they get their money back. Or something like that. They get a refund. Yeah. They get a rebate.
1: Like you gotta do some creative gotta, things like that. If you want a committee. <laughs> yes, I got plenty How of ideas right but, you see what I'm saying like those nah, are the creative I'm ideas, I'm ideas that I'm you creative. can do yeah.
0: and you can't tell me that because you know as much time and not to put you out there but as much time as you spend on social media mm-hmm. and Instagram and Twitter you can't tell me you've never seen those ads for those private planes you know ever yeah, saying? No, like
1: the, yeah like Jet yeah like Jet suite X and things yeah, like that. yeah. you
0: can't tell me
1: then, that they can't afford to do that that, that, that. somebody you can't might no partnership right you can't them tell me
0: that yeah. you can't find some partnership yeah, yeah, with partnership one of them, them things. Like, so then yeah. that's what i'm saying so then if certain teams don't need the partnership then
1: yeah no 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 you no. Right. some of the and, money and, back nah, you right and 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 these are small things like small small things like they but again they just got a commission Right. Like they, so it's like, we're. I think we're headed in the right direction. It's right. just like small, st- from like the smallest of smallest of smallest things. Like even when I was watching the game and they had the injuries wrong. It's mm-hmm. like the small, like those things need to be corrected. Then we get to, but again, I think it will get better.
0: Can I throw out another What's idea up? since I'm just in idea mode? So the other idea I have is, so you have a couple of the teams in the league who are there's a fair amount of the teams of the 12 teams that are not in team, not in cities with NBA teams. Okay.
1: Seattle. Um, Las Vegas. Vegas. Connecticut. Yeah, Connecticut. Who else? I think the rest of them are. Yeah, I think the rest the of rest them are. I think the rest of them are.
0: Okay. Yeah. So, with that in mind, Las Vegas, they're good with their casino money. hmm Connecticut, they're good with their casino money. Seattle, kinda they kind of on their own right now. But my idea would be another thing is, like, yeah, there used to be where, when the WNBA first started, pretty much every team in the WNBA that was in a city with the NBA team, they were partnering with the NBA, team. with the the NBA, NBA teams. Team. Yeah, Like, all right, NBA, you're talking all this stuff about, you know, Empowerment and your players are supporting and things like that. I don't want to say they need to adopt the team because it's not that kind of thing. But let's get some strategic partnerships. Let's give. I will. Either, the, either the Clippers or the Lakers.
1: Real quick. Get the, I, get the sparks into your I training facility. I do want to commend the Wizards. Because I feel like the Wizards and the Mystics have a very, very close relationship.
0: They're owned by the same people. But
1: still, I'm talking about even like the players. Okay. Like even you remember the uh, the uh, Bradley Bill, well, Natasha Cloud interview. Well,
0: they have a built-in connection between them past just the players.
1: Christy Tolliver,
0: not yeah. only was she playing for yeah, the Mystics, she, was coaching, she was coaching with the Wizards. With, but 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 still. I, so I right just, there is yeah, direct still, tie.
1: I do want to commend the Mystics and the Wizards because that was happening. It, it didn't just start when the playoffs started. It was organic. Like You would mm-hmm. see Bradley Beal at random regular season games. Mm-hmm. John Wall at with a torn Achilles at random regular season games. And those are the biggest stars on the Wizards. Yeah,
0: and I know you've spent a lot of time recently at the Clippers practice yeah. facility mm-hmm. in Playa Vista. Where would you rather practice? Where they did before or Playa there? Vista. Okay. Playa Vista. So between the Clippers… And the Lakers got two world-class training facilities, and it's summertime most of the time when you're playing, which is considered off season for Especially NBA. The Lakers, I mean, like off season every, for the NBA. Like,
1: but but even still, with the Sparks, like you did use you would you would usually see an NBA player show up. Yeah. Now, granted, it wouldn't you be would. you, like you. I know what like, Kyrie came to the game, Demar came to the game, Trey came. To, I remember Rodney Hood, Gobert came, Montress. Rondo came, Trez came. Yeah. Like you, like the Sparks. I I think the Sparks and probably Mystics maybe. I, I remember I was even in. Right. Sh- but
0: this is this is not just about the players. No, I know it's about like the. This is an organization and, and really, an executive really level in, partnership. And, yeah, and it's together. just saying like, this is what we're gonna do to help your game grow. Because you got to think about it like this. So if the NBA, as a league, owns whatever percentage of the WNBA that they own, league-wide.
1: They get money if it grows up to – If the it grows, there, they grows, they get profit in that. You 20
0: ten, twenty-fold. Yeah. I just saw a graphic. There's an NBA team right now that's worth $4 billion. It's the Knicks. Knicks or the Lakers? The Thank Bulls you. are worth about three. The Celtics yeah. are worth about three. Yeah, so you got these New York, Chicago, Boston teams that are worth three or four billion dollars. And that's just a couple of the teams across the league. There's no team in the NBA that's not worth at least a billion dollars now. So the valuation of the NBA is so high high, that, you know, if you think about it from an organizational aspect, how do you grow an organization? You make more money, two ways. By selling more products, or by acquiring or yeah. sewing into another company and growing that, growing company, that company, growing your revenue that way. Grow. if you can grow the WNBA revenue to even ten percent of what the NBA yeah. is, yeah. dude. You know how much them teams will be worth. Yeah, we wouldn't be able to afford our own team anymore because you know we go <laughs> buy a team one day. But I'm saying we wouldn't be able to afford our own team.
1: Yeah, because it'll be worth so much. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, much, yeah. so all of these cities. Where they have access to um, NBA facilities, even the cities that have the G League team, like for example, the Dream, are going to share the arena with the College Park team. The College Park mm-hmm. team is going to be the G League affiliate yeah, of the Hawks House, yeah. because a lot of these NBA teams are getting smart now, and they're saying, "Oh, I don't want my G League to be G League team to be in Sioux Falls."
1: Nah, they like you put know. them down the street. Right, because even you can't even call to play. Like you not. Right, like, you got these two way yeah, contracts yeah, now. Contract, you need yeah, these you guys
0: need to be in the same city. Right, you basically you want to be able to watch these teams and develop them. Like for example, with the Lakers, their G League team is in house. You know where they play? South Bay. Right. You know where that is? They play in El Segundo yeah. at the actual facility the, yeah. where the Lakers the practice, practice at, and train. Yeah. You can't tell me that's not synergy.
1: Yeah,
0: that's something that I would. I won't say I would expect the Clippers to do that because they have the Agua Caliente thing out in the Inland yeah, Empire. And and LA Empire. is so big so, that sometimes yeah. you want to have stuff like farther out for people to experience yeah. where they don't necessarily yeah, have so to they come can get on there. Them. Like, so right? Like, yeah,
1: like you can like, Inland Empire ain't so far you can't get right. there. Right,
0: and they can keep an eye on them and things like an that. But, but when you can have them in the same city,
1: yeah,
0: that's something special. So, you know, whether it's aligning yourself with a G League team in their gym, like the Mystics have done, or if it's trying to align yourself with the NBA team.
1: Also a promotion as well. I feel like even, I would go back and watch old NBA games. I feel like they had more WNBA graphics, like, you know, they would have on the side, like WNBA starts mm-hmm. June 13th. I feel like they just had more of those graphics. Yeah. This was like doing the finals. Yeah, play has had more of those graphics a while ago. Yeah, because the
0: games used to come on ABC a lot more. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, ABC, NBC, NBC, NBC. I think yeah. the first
1: finals was on NBC. Mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. So I feel like they 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 did a lot to like start it, but then after that was yeah. like, are oh, you on your own.
0: And if I was them, I would do a campaign around basketball being basketball. It'd if be you love campaign, basketball, yeah. it's basketball, it's basketball. Like there's no. Yeah, the ball is a different size, but whatever. It's a basketball. It's orange, it's brown. Honestly, I actually... It goes in the hoop the same way. Honestly,
1: I actually learned more about basketball watching WNBA than I do watching the NBA. Yeah. I learned way but people more. People don't about. want to learn about basketball. They think they know. Like, I learned way, way more because in, like, the NBA, certain things, the fundamentals I don't feel are as highlighted. Mm-hmm. Like, you meet my dad or talking about I feel like WNBA is more fundamental. Yeah, because like, there are
0: players who... Can just get by off athleticism like for years if, and years and years. If I
1: can jump fifty inches in the air, <laughs> I don't. I literally do not need to know how to play. I'm gonna run mm-hmm. up and down the court, throw me a lot, I'm. Gonna, I'm catching the dunk. It. Right. In, in the WNBA, you, you don't see stuff. Like, yeah, you have athletes, but not like right to that level. In the
0: WNBA, I would put it like this: In the NBA, you can probably pinpoint, and I won't name names, but you can probably pinpoint on most rosters, especially the fact that they're like fifteen deep now. There's like two or three players who. You're like, man, they don't really know, know how to play anything a game. about basketball. But <laughs> they no they, they they're in the NBA or potential NBA because they're tall yeah. or because of
1: their athleticism yeah.
0: and things like that. But in the WNBA,
1: everybody knows basketball. Yeah, like
0: even the players. There were some players I would get on. It's like, oh,
1: I don't like that player. Blah blah
0: blah. I'm like, they still know basketball.
1: Play. Like, even like small things, like what angles to mm-hmm. use the glass with. Right, like small things like that. That. You gotta know the game and been playing the game and be and and, and have a high basketball IQ to know. Mm-hmm. Cause again, we not for the most part getting up there dunking. So I really gotta know how to use glass work. Like Chelsea mm-hmm. Gray is masterful when it comes to getting the ball to the glass. Masterful. Right. So it's certain certain small things. I like would that. assume
0: that geometry was probably her better subject than algebra. <laughs> By the way, she plays basketball. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cause you can tell, you know, certain people just know those
1: angles. Even like Tolliver, like Chris, not like her footwork. Like, that takes hours and hours and hours and hours and hours, and hours to master. Mm-hmm. She has a ama- she has some of the best footwork I've seen in men man or women in right. general.
0: So imagine her as a coach.
1: Yeah, like. That's going to translate. It's going to translate. Because, I, mean, honestly, I, I feel like the person he's had the biggest impact on, Bradley Bill. Yeah, like he's had to do a lot, a lot. of work without yeah. John Wall. Bradley Bill has a lot of, like, but, his, but Bradley's footwork is very, very sound. Mm-hmm. Like, it's no real wasted movements. It's one, two. It's, he don't really travel too much. Yeah. Stuff like that. I feel like if, if you know, she was coaching them up, he she probably had a huge effect on him. But it's like, yeah, so like yeah, like you said, basketball is basketball. Like, I hate that people try like separate the two. It's all basketball, bro.
0: And think about the impact and the draw of women's college basketball. Yeah. Some of those teams, the brands of UConn.
1: Yeah, you, UConn. you can't tell
0: me that the UConn brand – is not bigger than the Connecticut Sun brand. Oh,
1: uh, yeah. No you more. can't
0: tell me that the Baylor Lady Bear brand is not bigger than the Dallas Wings brand. Yeah. You can't tell me that the Notre Dame Fighting Irish Ain't brand is not that. bigger than the Chicago Sky brand. Yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Let's keep yeah, it real. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you're right. So, you right. No right. right. So,
0: you have some of these teams that are just to that level or like, I don't even know. Okay, here You can't tell me that the University of South Carolina team under Dawn Staley's brand is not bigger than the Atlanta Dream. Yeah. So you have some of these teams at a college level where everybody's all about it and they're all excited about it and, you know, the the games are coming on at the same time. So when you're in that college basketball mode, that tournament mode, then you find yourself watching women's college basketball. And then after the men's Final Four, there's the women's Final Four. So there's that synergy there. Yeah. So... That's another reason why long term, with all these arenas and different access to things you have, if basketball is basketball, maybe you need
1: to try to figure out how to play at the same time. You mean like play?
0: When does the NBA play?
1: Nah, I, I... Basketball is basketball. I feel you, but then at that point because you would put it on the same you would the thinking is you would like so you telling TV me you networks, would,
0: like you wouldn't watch more
1: basketball the, t, the no the thinking is like the TV networks then you got TV network contracts and then also like football is on so like college football takes up some of those things uh-huh. so that that's a little tricky as in putting it on at the same time that's a little tricky I like it where it is
0: women's college basketball comes on the same time as men's college basketball Yeah,
1: but the TV networks aren't the same. So it's like You have like a Big 12 network So it's like that They play everything Big Like everything Big 12 Everything Pac-10 Everything Big 10 Right We put it on ESPN And ESPN Two, Gotta remember It's college football season uh, uh, As well Then he could even trickle over into the baseball season So baseball's coming on Then you had to push the games away earlier At like All right So three.
0: since I'm in the idea mode So I thought there was this channel Called NBA TV Right
1: There is a channel called NBA TV but games come on NBA TV pretty much almost every night.
0: Okay. Can you put a W in front of that? I mean, you could. But I like it. But more so than that, tell me that this wouldn't be a great channel. So you got all the ESPN properties. So you know how they have the ESPNW website? Yeah. Tell ESPN me w that channel. couldn't be an ESPNW channel.
1: Nah. nah if you make tell it ESPN, me that couldn't be a channel. Nah, if you make an ESPNW channel, then like we can have that discussion. But again, I still like it where it is. I think it's like a continuation of basketball to have it go year-round, as opposed to then we stop, now basketball has to stop.
0: But would you want to make their season longer?
1: If you can generate more revenue.
0: I agree with that. Yeah, you don't make something longer just to make it longer. If you can
1: generate more revenue, then that's something that you know maybe you look at. Mm-hmm. Because then, obviously, if they're going over to Europe to play, then they playing basketball year-round. If you generate more revenue, they don't have to go to Europe. So you can keep them here, and, they can rest. And this will, even
0: if you expand the WNBA, you play more games, this won't do anything to necessarily kill the women's game outside of the United States there will still be so many players. Nah, yeah, people still who will still be able, be able to go over there and play. And if you fall out the WNBA for some reason, go then you Europe, got some, and some play. place to
1: play. Not nah, playing like things like millions that. and millions of people that play right. basketball. Like the Europe will be fine.
0: Right, and you still may have some players who like say like, well, you know what? Yeah, the WNBA season is so long, and I'm not really getting that much playing time. Let me go home and be a star. Let me just. Okay, yeah, I played in the NBA for a little bit. Let me go back home like all those Spain guys were doing. Remember like Rudy, Rudy Fernandez, Hernandez. yeah. Um I don't think Calderon ever went home, but what was the other one? The other guard they had. I can't think of his name. I'm
1: even talking about uh, for the Clippers. Uh uh Tia Dos, Milos T yeah,
0: he was in Spain, but yeah, he went yeah, home and things like came that. Over,
1: so, he came over for one year and right. like pretty much fell out of the rotation. was like, you know, right. like going back to Spain. Yeah, I'm going home and make some money. Yeah, of course. So,
0: back to Spain. um, Oh, what was his name? Juan. Oh, it was Juan something. I can't think of his name. But anyway, so, you know, you'll have that opportunity to, if the WNBA is not working out for you, if it was a longer season, you can go back over there and play. Or you homesick or whatever, you tried it out. It didn't work out for you. So,
1: I, would like I don't know to see about moving too. it to the fall. I don't I, know about it either. I'm just fall. talking. I'm just the throwing fall, stuff I out know. there. I, I I like it where it is in the summer because it's like all eyes are now on that. It's
0: kind of like high school where some states women's basketball is in the fall, and some states it's in the winter. It's I, not
1: overlaps. Not
0: every state. It didn't overlap when I was in Michigan.
1: How is that even possible?
0: Because they made the girls play in the fall.
1: So the girls the, play in the fall, and then like the and like the men played in the in the winter. And so uh-huh. then all those
0: basketball girls would play volleyball in the winter.
1: I, that I've never heard. It's True, there's multiple states. I mean, it probably did. Like I don't. This i probably because in Illinois for the most part, they had volleyball
0: because they weren't gonna play football in the fall.
1: I think in I think in Illinois volleyball was like the fall sport. Then it went to basketball. Mm-hmm. Then it was like the outside stuff, like track and field stuff. Right. Like that. Now, granted, also I went to private schools, so maybe that was like what the private schools did. I can't speak to what the public schools did. Mm-hmm. But I mean, so
0: I feel you. So, but I always appreciate synergy in anything because it just draws in more fans, but more importantly, it draws in a better allocation of resources when you have synergy instead of trying to do something twice. Or using this facility and that facility. Just use this one. It's there. It's built. Let's all use this together. Then if you know You know, it's kinda of like the idea of of like the long term idea of autonomous vehicles. I don't know how much you follow that. I do not follow autonomous vehicles. I'm into autonomous vehicles, okay. Teslas, Elon Musk, ah, something hey, like that. Okay. And so the long term idea of an autonomous vehicle is Okay, what is your car doing right now? Sitting there. Sitting there on the street, doing nothing. What is it doing when you sleep? Sitting there. Sitting there doing nothing. But imagine if your car could leave where it is when you're not using it yeah, no, and straight. go do something to make yeah, some I'm money. I'm so straight. You straight on I'm that? I'm straight on
1: that. See, but that's think, when like the movie Our Robot starts. Right, but I'm think so that. But, but I say that to say. I, I understand what you're saying. I say that to I'm say, so say the allocation. Concept, <laughs> okay, <laughs> I understand but I say saying. that to say the allocation of resources.
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel. Think it,
1: about feel. how much
0: we don't use something that we own.
1: But then I mean, yeah. But then I think that we would, use
0: our cars. I mean, you drive a lot, but there's days that I don't even drive. They yeah, just
1: sit there. See, I think that's why they play in. It was, okay, so if we the G League facility, obviously there's no G League in the summer. Mm-hmm. Like they're playing summer league, but they're not in the G League facility. They're in Vegas or something like that. Right. So okay, you 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 bring, um, you uh, you use the facility during the summer for the women. Also, I do think so one thing with synergy. I think summer league and oh, I think the All Star. I would I would love to see the All Star game consistently in Vegas. And I think that Summer League should somehow intertwine with the WNBA All-Star game mm-hmm. because of there's so many people that go to Summer League. So I think it's a spectacle for the league. Mm-hmm. And, like, they should also use things like that. Okay. I think they could do that. Like, there was no reason that Summer League was in Vegas and the Aces played no games. What? What Right. So it's like things like that. Now, again, I'm moving it to the same time as the fall because then even scheduling like the G League got to practice, then they got to play there. Then you might have to have the women play at like 3 p.m. or something like that. That gets a little tricky. But I wish you with that there, 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 there does need to be more synergy and more camaraderie and more collectiveness between the uh, WNBA and the NBA. Mm-hmm. There are certain small things that, 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 that you can still do to show we're with you. And if you want, you can even
0: create more synergy like some of the teams have done between the WNBA and the G League because you're getting access to facilities. That's the main thing that you and I are talking facilities, about. Because yeah. we're talking about facilities, consistent access to it, and being able to go in there and use them as much as possible because the G League teams, they travel a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of road games for the G League. Yeah. So, that gym is going to be open
1: a lot. Yeah. It's just going to be open gym. Yeah. Now that, I'm fully with. Like, you got all these teams. like I So, at everybody. bare
0: minimum, if you cannot align yourself with an NBA team, at bare minimum, if you don't have your own private facilities that are up to a certain level, you need to affiliate yourself with a G League team. So by doing that, you're still affiliating yourself, in LA at least, you're still affiliating yourself with the Lakers. Yeah. Because their G League team is essentially their NBA team. They're in the same training facility. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying, like, you just got to... No,
1: no, nah, no. Nah. Just, I just have
0: a symbiotic relationship. Just yeah. bring them together. Like, your fingers, like, intertwine them. But, they but, don't need to be two separate entities.
1: I agree. And this is something that needs, that I think needs to happen. But also, we got to remember, I think every team within the last three years just got a G League affiliate. Before, mm-hmm. like, everybody didn't have one. So, I think everybody just got one. Right. They so, just
0: all got their own, where, they just, where that team has to own... And operate the team. Yeah, and I don't know if And they all get to control the rosters and everything like that. And, That's the most important thing.
1: And I don't know if all of the teams have the G League team close to them.
0: Most of them most are of them close do. in the state now.
1: It, but see, you, in the state, they got to be in the city. At least in the in that metropolitan well, area. Some of them
0: don't want to do that because they there are a few G League teams that have been successful in their smaller markets. Yeah. Like, for example... I worked in Fort Wayne, Indiana. They have the Fort Wayne Mad Ants. Yeah. Now, that has been a team for a long time. A very long time. And you may not know it. What's the biggest city in Indiana? Indianapolis. What's the second largest city in Indiana? Is it Fort Wayne? It is. It's 250,000 people there. Now, there's not many people in the suburbs of Fort Wayne. But how
1: far is Fort Wayne from Indianapolis? It is about...
0: It's less than two hours. It's about see that's 90. inconvenient though. How's that
1: inconvenient? Because you can't. You don't want to practice in Fort Wayne. Who don't want to practice in Fort Wayne? The Fever. Practice or do your games in Fort Wayne. Right. That's
0: what I'm saying. So if that doesn't work, then you go with the NBA partnership. I'm saying either or. I'm saying okay. at minimum it okay. should be okay. a G League partnership. That's fair. At maximum. What you would hope would happen is that they get, since they are the top professional basketball league of their of the women's sport, then they need to have access to the top facilities that the men have access to. That's what That's you would hope. But yeah, I'm just yeah, saying, yes, yes. I'm just saying, if I was drawing up an agreement, I would say at minimum, we're going to affiliate and align ourselves with a G League team so we can have access to that for training
1: and That's fair. practice. And train, training, but at recovery, maximum, and things like that.
0: same thing is. As them because, you know, yes, the Sparks are a special team where they have players who have you know, access to money outside of their WNBA contracts and they have access to resources and things like that. yeah, there's nothing that an NBA player can use for rehab, you know, whether it's the, the leg things, the Normatech, all that stuff that Candace Parker can have. Yeah. Candace Parker got enough money, enough resources. But that's Candace Parker. Right. So that's, that's
1: what I'm Park, saying. That don't necessarily translate to the seventh right. person on the bench. Right? It doesn't. It doesn't, <laughs> that's, but that's they can Candace use it too. But the seventh person on the bench hurts way. <laughs> right. Her ankle hurt too. Right. <laughs> she, she gets deep, some tape. She, 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 she gets some tape and some she, ice. She gets some tape and some ice and, you know, soak. <laughs> soak some Epsom salt.
0: Yeah, hey, this, hey, something to be said for those natural remedies, though. Nah, yeah,
1: but the hyperbolic chain Put some, t- some
0: turnip root on your leg. <laughs> the hyperbolic chain yeah, <laughs> and all that I'd much rather take that. Yeah. Give yeah. me healthy ASAP. Yeah. And the and the other thing about it is is a lot of these women are coming from these top programs. Yeah.
1: More, most of them are actually more famous in college than they right. are when they get to the league. And in
0: college... You can't tell me UConn, women's basketball, nah, they don't it. have access to all that yeah. stuff. You can't tell me Stanford doesn't have access to all, all that yeah. stuff. Duke, all of that stuff. Every school that these players are, Baylor,
1: they have top-notch facilities. And do, do they have charter flights? I'm sure they have charter yeah, flights. They do. Yeah, do. So they get treated <laughs> better, actually, in college than they yep. do when they come to the... yep. Yeah, which and is which They have charter
0: flights for those top teams they play for in Europe, too. Russia which, and China and which things is, like
1: that. Which, which yeah. is a shame and it's inexcusable. And again, if it wants to be the greatest women's basketball league in the world, yeah. you have to put greatest women's basketball league saying, in the world. That's I'm saying you find a
0: strategic partnership yeah. with it. A team that has their own flight to charter or their own plane to charter. Give them a, a rebate and then everybody else, you either... Put something into this pool, yeah. or this is created for them. It's a good idea because that gotta, would make flights cool. It's a good idea because I've seen those things and I've clicked on them. And yes, I've never been on a chartered flight before. That,
1: like those, even like the jet suite things like that. Those are, those are small planes, not really. It's like what two thirty four a ticket. Not if expensive. Like, if it's like two thirty four a ticket and it's probably maybe 14, 15 seats on the plane, I'm not, That's like maybe what you right. could probably rent the plane three thousand.
0: Well, you got to take some – well, they're going farther than just, like, here to Vegas. You know what I'm saying? They're going a little farther, and, you know, they're going to have a lot of equipment and bags and things like that. And and they have to have some support staff and things like that. You got the coaching staff.
1: So you need an actual plane plane.
0: Yeah, so you need a plane, but
1: not that big of a plane. Yeah.
0: You just need a jet. Yeah. You need a jet. And – like
1: I said, there are people who already have yes. these
0: Jets for yes. certain organizations. Well, they can get to a
1: Jet. It ain't that hard to get to a Jet. we talk about millionaires. Right. They they can get a Jet, man.
0: Right. So. I mean, there's some of these players that can dang near foot to build themselves. Like for All-Star, like they can upgrade themselves to first class. <laughs> you know? Brittany Griner going to fly first class whenever she right. want to fly first class. First
1: class a little different than you know charter
0: plane but what I'm saying is like she got the ability to upgrade. That's what I'm saying. She
1: can take a first class flight. You know? She can take a first class
0: flight. Honestly like another thing is like another thing that a charter flight gives you is you don't have to spend as much time at the airport.
1: No, nah, yeah, you. No, nah, okay. you,
0: you. don't have to go through check in and lug your bags and drop your bags and pick your bags. Like that is wasted the time. The process
1: is easier, especially you know you're talking about you. We we just played a game. Mm-hmm. My feet hurting. Now I gotta take my own bags. I gotta sit at the airport in an uncomfortable position. Right, you gotta hand out the tickets out and the wait. Ticket. And at least I can you know get on the plane. Get in my terminals and, I can get on the plane, get no. in my sleep seat, see, take a nap, at yeah. least decompress for a second. Mm-hmm. It's, it you know it, and and get to my destination go 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 to the hotel and you know figure out like
0: I say this to say that I as a regular journalist probably oftentimes in an airport can be more comfortable than the women's team because you know obviously a lot of them they probably you know when they get there they wait and they sit at the gate for their plane so if I get to the airport early enough. One of my credit cards. I have lounge access, mm,
1: so this guy.
0: like I'm over here chilling. I said I got lounge access.
1: some like guy. no, I'm not. I'm just bitch, saying that to, to, to say. 90, I'm, saying not, saying I'm saying that to say know, that, if tra- that if I was in charge. Look, I'm saying that to say
0: that if I was in charge of a team, you know what I would say? I would say all of y'all getting the same credit card as I'm getting, and when we get to these airports early, we all gonna go check into the lounge together. I mean, and we're gonna put our feet up, and we're gonna get some snacks yeah, and get but some drinks
1: and credit card. Maybe everybody don't want the credit card and things like that. And that's right. Is, but then if
0: that's not the case, then no, they all don't even have to have it. Cause if you and I ever take take a trip together, I can sign like one or two people in under my account.
1: I mean, I think that that's, that's what some, I'm saying. Yeah, but so see, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But see, that is something I think that individual teams would would, would do. If it's, that's like that's on the that individual. I don't know if you could regulate that throughout the whole league. That part, what you were talking about.
0: They can buy the passes to the, They don't have to have the credit card to get a pass to a lounge. Okay. Now every airport won't have access to a lounge. Does every
1: airport have even even had a lounges? Mm-mm. It, Not it, every airport. Yeah. No, I check the app and then no, I decide okay.
0: which ones yeah. have it. But there's like a thousand lounges around the world. Makes sense. So but you know, they just just make it comfortable. Make it as comfortable as it possibly can be. No,
1: I agree. We need to make it where... So whatever
0: the level of comfortability they have in college... They
1: need to have the same thing. Right. You got to continue that. No, I agree. It's just you want to make it where all they have to worry about is playing basketball. Right. Let everybody else handle everything else. We just want to go out there and play basketball. Right now, they are not in a position where they can just go play basketball. Mm -hmm. Like, they can't solely... Like, if they want to solely prioritize basketball, they can't do that Mm-mm. in any facet. They, no, they can't they, you, you can't get better cause you don't have access to a gym. When we go to the airport I gotta carry my own bag, so I'm thinking about what I need to pack and stuff like that. Right. It's not the most comfortable situation, so I can't just solely have my mind focused only on the game as like you can with the NBA or, or like even in college. Well in college you can't because you got school and stuff like that. But you you know, you feel me. Anything, mm-hmm. You know, so yeah.
0: No, I feel you, but it'll be interesting. Yeah. You know, we'll find something else to Talk to you about when we come back. I mean, we got to talk about some free agency. We really got to look and continue to talk about what the Sparks are missing yeah, what they, and yeah, what, what they, they need and, and maybe like break down some of these projected contracts and yeah. seeing because, like I was telling you, you go down this roster, most of them are signed. Yeah. Now, I know there's rules around you can trade somebody for a pick because everybody on the Sparks team, especially everybody on the Sparks team that's under contract, has the ability to play in the WNBA and would be an oh, asset on every team. And we're yeah, talking yeah, about Raquana Williams nah, to Alexis nah. Jones they, they, they to everybody. Yeah, 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 so yeah. you can't tell me that if for some reason one of those players, you did not want them on your team anymore, that somebody wouldn't give you second, third-round pick for them. Nah, like, yeah, you can keep them in the league without them being on your team.
1: Yeah.
0: you Because know, there were some teams in the league where you're looking like, yo, they don't even have like seven players. Yeah. You know, it ain't gonna
1: count no <coughs> Yeah, yeah, no, nah, no. Nah, you know, there
0: was some teams that were just like yeah, they tried really hard, but they were just void of consistent like talent.
1: They were, yeah, they didn't they yeah, they they didn't have WNBA level talent on the floor some nights nice, to be able to even have a chance at competing. Right. Some nights. Nice. So, like you said, we'll see how it goes. Um, um I'm excited for the off season. Um I'm, I am too.
0: Um, Did you see that they expanded the, or not expanded, they extended the current collective bargaining agreement to the end of the year?
1: I didn't, but good for them. Yeah, so they had a
0: deadline where they wanted to basically get something done. Uh, they had to, basically the opt-out deadline was, I believe was the end of October. Yeah, but so yeah, there's too right. much going on right now. Right. Like they, so they, they expanded it and that. they said, okay, we're going to technically continue it, push it to the end of the year. Good for and them. Yeah, they may have the ability to do that again, but... I think if they could say January 1st, we're coming out with something new. This is what we're doing. You'll be in the midst of the college season. You'll really be able to start doing your acquisitions of free agents because yeah. that normally happens in February in the WNBA. And then March, February and March, you can continue your college scouting, draft your players in April, and be ready to go in May.
1: All right.
0: so yeah, We'll see how it goes. So, Yeah. We'll see what happens, y'all, but all right, y'all. This has been the Spark Report. John W. Davis, Pavi. We'll check y'all out later. Peace.